Coming up on this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, Evan Winter and I talk Buccaneers, captains, and fantasy football. The opening week of the NFL and this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast is brought to you by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart designs and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. Promo code Locked On gets you 20% at MacWeldon.com. It's time to celebrate. Football is finally back. And DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football, has huge week one contests. The first one starts this Thursday night when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single-game showdown with $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs. Draft your single-game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using code LOCKEDON will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. Get in on the season opener action. Download the DraftKings app now and use code Locked On for a limited time. Both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to five hundred dollars. And new users don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter my code Locked On to get a free shot at one million dollars with your first deposit. That's code Locked On only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Go to DraftKings.com now and use code LOCKEDON. I am your host, David Harrison. Joining me, as with every Thursday, is Evan Winter, both of us from BucksNation.com. You can follow me on Twitter at dh 82 underscore bucks follow evan on twitter at evan underscore winter find everything that we are writing about the tampa bay buccaneers at bucksnation.com on twitter at bucks underscore nation and of course you can follow the show at locked on bucks on wednesday the tampa bay buccaneers head coach bruce arians was asked about the team captains and he announced the team captains for the 2019 tampa bay buccaneers team being quarterback Jameis winston offensive guard ali marpet wide receiver mike evans outside linebacker carl nassib Levante David and Dari Ogumbawale. And for quarterback Jameis Winston, who's obviously been a, a huge focal point of this offseason leading up to the regular season, a big year for him. It's a return to the captaincy after not being a captain on last year's roster. A lot of people kind of assume it had to do with that four-game suspension leading into the season. And, of course, the team not announcing their captains until after he returned uh, and, and the season was already kind of into the swing of things. But for Jameis, a, a return to the captaincy means a return to a new level of confidence that this team has shown and throw behind Jameis Winston, starting with the hiring of Bruce Arians. And today, when he was speaking with the media, he commented on his own captaincy as well as that of one of his teammates. Bruce told us the captain vote came out and, and the guys have been picked. So just your thoughts about that? Uh, just humble uh, that the guys would, would, would choose us uh, to, to be their leaders. Uh, and having that C on the chest uh, definitely means a lot. Uh, so it's, it's my duty to serve uh, my teammates as best I possibly can. Say about Carl Nazem. Here's a guy who you know, got cut by Cleveland. You guys picked him up, and he had a phenomenal year. And he's really kind of ingrained himself into this team. 
Oh, he, he's just a great teammate, uh, one of the best teammates you can ask of, and, uh, and guys really look up to him. Uh, so he definitely uh, stepped up in training camp and has been doing some great things and uh, been a very great uh, leader by example and vocal leader for us this, this uh, training camp. He's got some personality, doesn't he? It didn't show to the media that much, but uh, I know Bruce has called him kind of crazy. Uh, Todd Bowles says he loves him. Yeah, I think, I mean, don't get me wrong, but anytime you plan on the defensive side of the ball, uh, you 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 got some screws uh, missing, so uh, he he he's definitely just a great a great teammate and uh, and I'm very excited for him. Man, you can always count on Jameis for a good quote, and uh, I definitely got to agree with him whenever he says that um, anybody who plays on defense always has some screws loose. Yeah, you got to be kind of crazy to play on defense, but uh, yeah, you got to love what he has to say, and you have to agree. I mean, the kid worked his butt off all during camp. He made the roster and. You got you got to love seeing something like that. I mean, it was awesome, and it's good to see Jameis back up top with the captain, being a captain as well. Um, as with man, one one buck that I was really excited to see get named uh, a captain was Carl Nassib. Um Dude is just awesome. He's been a he's been a producer since he came to Tampa Bay, and um, he also I haven't seen him much in action, like at training camp or on the field per se, or in the locker room even really. But he feels like he's a really good teammate and he is an actual leader and someone um, that other players can look to. So it's cool. It's really cool to see those guys get um, get captainship, so to speak, for lack of a better word. And hopefully hopefully they can really make an impact in the season. Yeah, definitely, Evan. And, and I'll tell you, it, it definitely made me smile to see James back uh, wearing the C. Obviously, we haven't seen him wearing the C yet, but back on that list of captains for the team. Because you you kind of always want your quarterback to be a guy who's looked at as a leader among the players. And again, we don't know why exactly he wasn't uh, elected by his teammates as a captain in 2018. We don't know what locker room politics or even if there was maybe some some official guidance from from kind of the top that, that prevented that from happening. But what we do know is that at least in this season, because this was a player voted uh, situation, that this roster, this team, this version of the Buccaneers, believes in quarterback Jameis Winston and what he can help this team accomplish in this season. And then really, man, what I, what I look about, what I look, when I look across the list of these captains, what I look at or what I see is authenticity. I think that's, and I think that's very important because I think that with a, a head coach like Bruce Arians, this kind of shows that your team is sort of taking on the, the attitude of your leadership because Bruce Arians is a no nonsense guy. He doesn't sugarcoat things. He doesn't beat around the bush. You know, when, when Vernon Hargraves came in earlier during the offseason program and didn't look too hot, he went out to the media and said, yeah, no, he's got to get better. You need to ask him what his problem is because he's got to do better. And Vernon rose to those challenges. When he's talking about guys like Scotty Miller, he's saying things, you know, like we need to see him on the field soon. He's just a very authentic person. And when you look across the board, Jameis Winston, time after time, person after person, what you hear is Jameis is who Jameis is. Like his personality is authentic, genuine, real and you and I know Evan just from talking to him earlier this offseason that that rings true Ali Marpet embracing the small school mentality underdog story it's not going to hold him down and he's he's made a, a very good NFL career out of it. Levante David another guy who doesn't put himself in front of the media cameras a whole lot but is just one of those quiet head down upfront leaders on the field who turns into a monster uh, and a turnover machine at times Carl Nassib again just a genuine personality who a lot of people don't really see coming and then Dari Gumbawale. I mean, if, if there's not another person that kind of embodies the fact that not a lot of people are looking for something out of the Buccaneers this year, but shows that with effort, hard work, dedication, 
and understanding, they can make magical things happen. I mean, Dario Gumbawale, not only his first season starting the year on an active roster, but his first season as a captain. If that doesn't speak volumes about what this team, how this team views him as not only a teammate, but as a leader, then I don't know what else does. No, you're absolutely right, man. I agree 100%. Evan, obviously some good Bucks news coming out. And then and then I know you wanted to touch on Vita Vea, who we're all hoping we're going to see man in the middle of that defensive line when Jimmy G brings his offense into Tampa. Yes, he's limited participant in practice today. But that's great news for me. I was on the end of him not returning till probably week three, maybe even week four. And I'm just hoping and just sending all kinds of good vibes in whatever form or fashion I could, all kinds of good uh, vibes out to Tampa to hope, hopefully that Vea can um, play this week. Cause man, if he can, then that's going to unlock so much potential for this defense to just absolutely come through and wreck the 49ers and get the season off to a good start. Yeah, man. And I really believe, I mean, a lot of people were, were a little confused, I guess, when, when the, when the initial 53 man roster came out, because there's just not a lot of defensive linemen on there. But then if you remember and go back to what coach Bowles has said and what coach Arians has said is they don't really rely on their defensive front necessarily to get that pressure. Their defensive front really is there to occupy blockers, fill gaps in, in the immediate uh, in the immediate seconds following the snap and allow those linebackers and safeties and all that stuff to kind of maneuver and do what they need to do to be disruptive against the offense. When you're missing a guy like Vita Vea, that's, that's huge. You know what I mean? I mean, Adamican Sue right. is, is a good piece. Rakeem uh, Nunez-Roches is a good piece. Uh, Will Golson has looked solid during the preseason. Bo Allen has, you know, has his own talents. But really, none of them uh, just in the in the limited view that we've gotten to see Vita Vea this year before he got injured. None of them bring what he brings to the field. So having him back would be a huge get for the Buccaneers. Uh, but the good people know that every Thursday we're here to kind of talk about fantasy football along with some Tampa Bay Buccaneers news. And that's exactly what we're going to do. You know how we're going to do this. I know how we're going to do this. But let's let our listeners in on how we're going to do this. Since we only have a limited amount of time, we wish we could give you all of the fantasy thoughts that are kind of rattling around in our heads. But unfortunately, we don't have that much time to do that here at the Locked on Bucks podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to go quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and defense. And we're going to give you a starter, and we're going to give you a a guy that you need to avoid coming into week one uh, to kick off your fantasy football season. So Evan, uh, go ahead and, and kick us off with a quarterback to start for the good people out there. Mine's going to be Phillip Rivers for the Chargers. Uh, They're playing at home against the Colts team that just got completely just punched in the gut with Andrew Luck's retirement. Now, of course, you're going to find some people who are going to say that they're going to come out fired fired up, you know, to – and T.Y. Hilton said he's going to dedicate his season to Andrew and all that stuff. But And, I mean, they're they're probably going to play well, but that's not going to have any effect on Phillip. Without Melvin Gordon, the Chargers are going to pass a lot more. I had Melvin Gordon on my fantasy team last year, so I watched a lot of Chargers games. Trust me, this offense is not the same without Melvin Gordon. Um, maybe it will be after a full preseason and training camp, but from what I saw last year, it's not the same. So I really like uh, Phillip Rivers. Colts secondary is okay. Um, the pass rush is okay, but the Chargers offensive line is really good, even without Russell Okung. So, uh, yeah, flip. That's my guy. I like it. I like it. I'm a big fan of Phillip Rivers, uh, really just in general, but especially in fantasy football leagues. It just seems like dude is always underrated. Uh, fantasy pros right now has him coming into week one as the 18th ranked uh, quarterback for four week one going up against the Colts there. My sit is going to be one Cam Newton uh, from the Carolina Panthers. 
Listen, uh, James would love that one. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gonna, he's absolutely gonna love it. Uh, they're hosting the Rams uh, this week, and and I got it. They're they're at home, and Cam Newton's playing at home, and he's motivated, and chips on shoulders, and and all this stuff. But listen, DJ Moore is is a very serviceable wide receiver. I don't believe he's ready to be a number one wide receiver, and that's exactly what he's gonna have to be uh, for this offense. And if you don't think the Los Angeles Rams are prepared for, it, if you don't think the Los Angeles Rams know his number, then you've got another thing coming. Christian McCaffrey can't do it all by himself. And if he does it all by himself, that's lower fantasy points for Cam Newton unless they're all on screen passes. So Cam Newton coming at quarterback number nine. Listen, if he if he's the only starting quarterback you have on your fantasy roster, then you kind of kind of you you kind of have to roll him out there. But if you've got a Phillip Rivers available, if you've got him on the waiver wire, even uh, you might want to look at rolling him out there because Cam Newton uh, going up against the Los Angeles Rams is absolutely not a QB one scenario uh, as far as I'm concerned. Anytime you play against Aaron Donald, I don't care what position, you usually don't want to play that guy. Roll right into running backs, and we're going PPR format, guys. I know we have standard formats and all that stuff, but as far as I'm concerned, PPR is the standard uh, for for, uh, for for fantasy football. And it's got to be – I mean, so listen, I understand that, that Alvin Kamara is obviously a guy that you're going to start, right? But when I talk about start Alvin Kamara this week, I mean start him in every single fantasy format yeah. you can possibly start. Like daily, weekly, in your dynasty leagues, in your redraft leagues. If you have the opportunity to play Alvin Kamara this weekend against the Houston Texans, do it. Because while Houston and, and Coach O'Brien, they have a quote-unquote plan with all the craziness that they pulled off this last weekend, part of that plan included absolutely devastating their defense. And the one one of the great things that Jadavion Clowney helped J.J. Watt and this Houston Texans defense do is contain guys like Alvin Kamara. So with him playing in Seattle, Alvin Kamara is going to have a field day against the the Houston Texans defense. It's just it's just going to happen. Uh, so you need to make sure you take advantage of that um, in any any possible way that you can. So I got it, Alvin Kamara, running back number three on Fantasy Pros. So obviously it's kind of a no dust situation. But I mean, I'm starting him over Saquon. I'm starting him over Christian. He's one of those guys at DraftKings.com. If you're playing in there, you spend that cap space on a guy like Alvin Kamara this week and you find some sleeper somewhere else to make up for that money lost. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. There's no way I'm going to say, hey, idiot, don't start Alvin Kamara. What are you, stupid? So <laughs> basically <laughs> everything you just said, copy and paste of what I got to say. And, um, yeah, man, that's how I, that's how I roll with it. Um, nobody's going to listen to me on my advice for who to sit, and I absolutely wouldn't blame you. Um, but I'm just looking at it through an objective lens, so to speak. I'm going to say Lavian Bell, man, against Buffalo. Uh, of course, he's going to get his chances. He's going to get volume. But A, I don't trust Adam Gase. B, mm-hmm. Lavian hasn't played in a freaking long time. Just put it that way. Uh, and then C, you don't know how Sam um, Darnold is going to do. I almost said Sam Bradford. Uh, you don't know how Sam Darnold's going to do. So there's just a lot of questions surrounding his situation. And to be the 11th ranked running back uh, per fantasy pros, like I said, he's going to get his chances. There's no doubt about that. Um, but I just, I, I wouldn't do it, man. I just, just, I wouldn't do it. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, uh, you know, he's he's obviously a great, you know, talent kind of in a vacuum. But like you said, this man hasn't played meaning football in a really long time, and that's got to worry you. Uh, playing for the Jets, playing against a Bills defense, who that's another team that has a defense that a lot of people don't give as much credit as they probably deserve. And then, yeah, when your head coach is just cuckoo for Coke Puffs, uh, that's always going to make you a little bit nervous. And I wouldn't put it past Adam Gase to come out running, you know, 
play action on the first five snaps of the game, thinking that Lev Bell is just an automatic play action machine. And next thing you know, you're you're through half a quarter and Lev Meon Bell hasn't even touched the ball. So um while if you know if you've spent top two, you know, draft capital on this kid, you're definitely probably rolling them out in your redraft leagues. But when you talk about your daily, your weeklies and, and stuff like that, uh there's definitely something to consider when you're when you're talking about value versus expense, I think, with Lev Bell. Certainly. So, all right, Evan, let's roll right into wide receivers. Let's let's get a starter out of you. Wide receivers, man. Uh, finally, I'm giving Tampa Bay some love and fantasy football. I'm going Mike Evans. He absolutely yeah. uh, killed the Niners last year. Their secondary really hasn't changed much at all, if if at all, I believe. I think it's pretty sure it's the same secondary from last year. Now, their front seven – has gotten a lot better. Obviously, they added D Ford and Quan Alexander. Solomon Thomas has gotten a lot better. I and mean, then Eric Armstead is actually a really underrated player. But so, and we know how the offensive line is pretty bad. Um, and we don't really know how Evans is going to be used yet in this offense. But something tells me he's going to be used a lot in the red zone. I feel like the Bucks are going to be in the red zone a lot. And I think Mike Evans is a great option for this week. So my sit is going to be Kenny Galladay. Uh, the Detroit Lions uh, coming in at, at wide receiver 17. So he's looking to, or a mid-grade wide receiver two going up against the Arizona Cardinals. And I understand the Arizona Cardinals don't have Pat Pete. They're not exactly, you know, uh, the, the the greatest, you know, the greatest juggernaut for a team to be facing. And honestly, if you if you told me that, that Kenny Galladay against Arizona Cardinals is one of the spots where you're comfortable rolling him out, I wouldn't necessarily fault you for that theory. However, I'm firmly on the train guys that Marvin Jones is going to have a better fantasy season than Kenny Galladay is there in Detroit. I'm also firmly on the train that Carrion Johnson is going to become uh, the running back one that the Detroit Lions have been looking for for years and years. And if both of those things happen, they're both going to happen. Obviously, number one is going to happen at the detriment of Kenny Galladay, but number two is also going to happen at the detriment of Kenny Galladay. And if the Arizona Cardinals are the dumpster fire that everybody kind of expects them to be uh, starting off the season, especially without one of their key cogs of the defense on the field, then guys like Carrion Johnson are going to be the biggest benefactors to this. If the Detroit Lions jump out to a three-score lead in the first half and come into the second half with that three-score lead, guys like Kenny Galladay are not going to be the guys that are looked to to kind of milk that clock. Guys like Carrion Johnson are going to be there uh, to do that for him and some of, some of these other possession-type players. Kenny Galladay playing wide receiver 17, I mean, if you roll him out there, you need him to get at least one or two of those touchdowns in the early in the early goings because of the Detroit Lions run away with this game. If you're pushing him out there, man, you better get some points in that first half because come second half, he's probably not going to get a lot of opportunities. I was uh, a, another very enticing option was um, Adam Thielen. That was a very, very enticing option. And I was totally going to – I'm glad you mentioned your fantasy outlook for Marvin Jones because I was totally going to say you're, you're, you're calling out Kenny, Kenny Galladay just so Marvin Jones will, uh, will, will make you shine there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, so, so full, full clarity as well, I guess. I do have Marvin Jones on my own. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I have him on there because I really believe he's an outperformed Kenny Galladay. So see, I'm I'm practicing what I preach here. As long as you stay consistent. There you go. Rolling into uh, the tight end group. So I'm going to take a page, Evan, out of your book, and I'm going to go Delaney Walker. Listen, woo! the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, don't woo me yet. The Cleveland Browns <laughs> are about to lay the music on the Tennessee Titans. Oh. All right. And I know it's not really a saying, but I think people in Nashville will understand the, the levity of that. So <laughs> when you are facing a defense with a front seven as as terroristic as the Cleveland Browns have 
uh, currently, your quarterback is not going to have any time to think back there, which means quick passes, quick reads, no time to really scan the field. And what, what are quarterbacks always looking for when they're in a hurry? Tight ends, big dudes, big targets, wingspans. Delaney Walker fits all of those things. And honestly, he fits them better than any other Tennessee Titan does on that roster right now. I think that, especially with a lot of the pressure that the Cleveland Browns are going to try to try to produce uh, coming up the middle straight into Marcus Mariota's face, he's he's going to have to lean on Delaney Walker. Coming in right now as, as tight end number nine, I think that's good value for him. I, th- I think he could reach as, as high as tight end number six unless Marcus Mariota starts getting his clock cleaned, in which case uh, we, we may just see, I don't know, three quarters of nothing but runs. Out of out of Coach Rabel and his his team. Don't worry, Danny Delaney Walker is going to get plenty of doses, and he's going to get into plenty of a rhythm. Because, man, to be honest, I don't think Cleveland's linebackers are that good. You know who one of their starters are? Adarius Taylor. Ooh, yeah. Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That's 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 Homer. I mean, I like the dude. I really do like the dude. <laughs> I really yeah, that's, that's, that's all the success. But that's yeah. their, that's their Sam backer. And I mean, Joe Schobert or Scobert, he's okay, but. Um, I mean, man, I don't think I don't think they can really cover him. And then Marius Randall, I mean, we saw Jordan Whitehead cover George Kittle last year in the 49ers game, but I don't know if Dorton, Marius Randall or Morgan Burnett could hang with him either. My guy to sit this week, and it's a it's a tough choice because honestly, tight ends are really hard to predict, um, especially in Week One. But I'm going to go with Evan Ingram with the Giants. Um, I know there was a report that just came out saying that he's expected to be heavily involved in the passing game this year and all that stuff. But uh, you got Eli Manning back there throwing the ball. So, yeah, I don't really know what that means in the long run. Uh, Dallas probably has the best 4-3 linebacker core in the entire uh, NFL. I mean, you got Jalen Smith, Sean Lee, and then uh, look at me, I'm already forgetting the third guy's name. But he's really good too, I promise. I I just really, really dislike that matchup for Evan Ingram. Uh, Saquon probably going to be getting a lot of uh, carries and receptions, targets, all that good stuff. And I don't really know what that offense is going to be like without Odell Beckham Jr. Um, You know, obviously you got Golden Tate suspended. And then uh, Sterling Shepard, he broke his thumb, but obviously he's probably okay. Either way, too many questions. Um, Evan Ingram had a really bad – or not a bad year, but he had a down year in terms of fantasy last year too. So really, really interested to see how it all pulls out or all – figures out and Leighton Van Der Esch is the uh, other linebacker that I was trying to think of. Unfortunately it makes sense because Evan Ingram is my tight end. Don't do it, man. Well, I'm, de- I'm definitely not comfortable with it. However, I don't have any other options. So, uh, okay. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Options. Um, they, can, they can be a mother. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I mean, I'm right there with you. Believe me, if I had options, uh, that I could go to, then I, I would definitely be looking to start somebody in place of Evan Ingram this week, at least this week. Uh, however, unfortunately, I play in a very intelligent league, and these guys know what they're doing. They know how to combat each other, and there are not tight ends available that uh, are any less of a risk than rolling Evan Ingram out there. At least Evan Ingram, for me, compared to the guys that are on my waiver wire right now, is going to get the the volume of opportunity right. that those guys aren't going right. to get. So I'm just going to have to lean on volume, Volume opportunity versus expected production for this week. Anyway, this episode of Lockdown Bucks is brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. 
Mag Weldon is a premium men's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. It will be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants, and more that you will ever wear. They have a line of silver underwear and shirts that naturally eliminate odor. They want you to be comfortable, so if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it and they will still refund you, no questions asked. Not only does Mack Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. It's good for working out, going to work, going on dates, or just everyday life. Right now, if you want 20% off of your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code LOCKED ON. Again, that's MacWeldon.com, promo code LOCKED ON. It's a new football season. Antonio Brown is on the Oakland Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the New York Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. But one thing hasn't changed, and that is that my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Right now, you can double your first deposit with a first deposit bonus worth up to $1,000. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON when creating your account to claim your bonus. You bet. You win, you get paid. Let's hit the defenses real quick. Uh, go ahead and give us a defense that you think our, our fantasy players should be starting, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with a defense that should, they should be sitting. Philadelphia, all the way. They're going to eat, man. It's going to be nasty. <laughs> uh, there's just nothing to like about Washington's offense at all, yeah. especially without Trent Williams, who's probably the best player on the offense. Um, yeah, uh, so Philly, all the way, baby. Do it. Yeah, the Redskins really look like one of those teams. There's just a couple offenses every year that if if they're playing, whatever defense they're playing against is a defense you can look at for points. And Washington's uh is, is looking like one of those one of those teams this year. So I can't say anything bad about that pick. Uh one pick that I will say that I'm I'm a little bit weary of is the New York Jets coming in as defense number eight for fantasy pros. So again, if you're in a twelve team league, they're kind of in that mid mid tier defensive. I mean, I guess defense one, we don't really call them that, but uh, kind of a starting defense there for your team. I like certain members of the New York Jets defense. Don't get me wrong. I really do. However, uh, the Buffalo Bills, you know, moving on from Shady McCoy was kind of a message. And, and part of that message that they really like some of the things that they have going on on the offense without Shady. Um, listen, Frank Gore is not going to carry the ball 20 times a game for this offense. Okay, guys like Devin Singletary are going to get in the mix. And those guys, and some of those guys have some wiggle. They've got some receiving game uh, possibilities. Josh Allen is one year smarter, I will admit. That I'm not completely sold on Josh Allen as an NFL quarterback. However, he did do better than I expected to, especially in the season with that team. And one year under his belt uh, coming into the season, I definitely think that he could take a step forward. And if they can get some weapons in line for him, then I think that he could definitely be in line for a good season. Uh, not necessarily a breakout season, but a good season. And the New York Jets defense just, again, I mean, the, no more Todd Bowles. They've got Adam Gase. Uh, I mean, we, we saw what Adam Gase did or, or didn't do with some of the defensive players he had in Miami. Granted, not quite the, the level of some of the players he's got in New York. So until I see that the New York Jets defense is going to be a unit to be reckoned with this year, I'm staying away from. So whether it's you believe that Buffalo 
has a has a better offense than expected. Whether it's you're weary about Adam Gase and any Adam Gase led team, or whether it's because you just realize that there's the Jets and the Bills, and these two teams like to beat each other up. They're they're big division rivals for a reason, and it's really never going to be just a, a flat out. Well, I don't say never, but it's usually not just a one sided competition where one side just dominates the crap out of the other one. Uh, it's going to be a back and forth game. And your defense, if you take either one on, honestly, is probably going to get beat up a little bit uh, in this one. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, you never know what you're going to get with Adam Gase. You never really know what you're going to get with Greg Williams. Um, it will be interesting to see, though, Quinn Williams and Leonard and Leonard Williams lining line up next to each other. Um, that, that'll be fun to watch. Uh, but I like it. I like your uh, – I like what you say because hopefully Buffalo comes out and wins because I have them in a three-team parlay as a plus three underdog. So let's go, let's roll. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Uh, yeah. So, so some I think some solid fantasy advice. I agree with us. Hopefully, our listeners do. If you don't, uh, by all means, go ahead and give us your own takes and uh, and let us know what you think, how you did. Evan, any parting words before we let the uh, the fine people out there go? People, I hope y'all are just as excited as I am that football is back. It is back. And I hope all of you sleep well over the next four or five days until half of our half of the fans in the uh, NFL before our hearts are crushed and we're 0-1 and already jumping off bridges. <laughs> yeah, half the league after week one will be talking about booking trips to the Super Bowl. The other half will be talking yeah. about what they're going to do with their number one overall pick exactly. uh, come next April. It's going to be starting at quarterback. Yeah, it's it's a fun time of year. But yeah, football is back starting tonight with the Chicago Bears and Green Bay Packers kicking everything off uh, there on Thursday night football. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing this all year. Evan and I are going to be here every Thursday. So we thank you so much for joining us. Of course, catch everything that we're writing about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, specifically over at BucksNation.com. Follow Evan at Evan underscore winner on Twitter. Follow me at DH82 underscore bucks. If you have fantasy questions, if you have matchup questions, if you have starter sit questions, if you have roster decision questions, if you don't want to tinker with your team, so you want us to tinker with your team for you, by all means, shoot them to us in the DMs at the Locked On Bucks Twitter account at Locked On Bucks or call them in to 813-444-5841. We'll play your question on the air just like we do with our regular shows there with James and I. And then Evan and I will do our best to answer them and give you the best advice that we can possibly give you. Until next time, enjoy the game. I hope you're watching it. Even if you're not a Bears or a Packers fan, it's football and it counts. The wins, the losses are sticking. Hopefully not the ties, but the wins or the losses, they're sticking and they're not going anywhere. Until next time, thanks for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks. It's just a fantasy. It's got the real thing. It's just